Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Today, in these end times, we look to Jesus. We stand in his victory. Jesus' victory is our victory. We testify, behold, he is coming. In the book of Revelation, we see God's relationship through the tribe of Israel and the church, God's sovereign power and dominion over good and evil, the salvation and reward to all who have received Jesus, and the judgment to all who rejected him. We see into eternity of time, time past, time now, and things that are yet to take place. The situation at the time of writing was that the writer John was in exile on the Isle of Patmos as a result of his testimony of Jesus. The church was under persecution. Therefore John uses symbols and word pictures, which makes the book of Revelation of Jesus difficult to understand. In the book of the Revelation of Jesus, there are seven churches at the time of writing. They are also symbolic of the church as a whole throughout the ages, as seven means complete. We read about an empire that has a code name Babylon, which is symbolic of all man's empires throughout all the ages who live without God. At the time of writing, the Roman Empire was in power. They were one of the most brutal empires of man. They ruled without God. The fall of Babylon depicted in the book of the Revelation of Jesus would give significant meaning to the text of the first hearers, given that Babylon is a code name for the world empires of humanity without man. In addition, the story of witnesses and martyrdom was frequently linked together with the victory of Jesus Christ. In the book of the Revelation of Jesus, there are also prophecies not yet realized, such as the fullness of God's kingdom, which includes the total eradication of evil, the beast, false prophet, and Satan. It includes the judgment of all man's empires, their rulers, unjust systems, and abuses of power. In addition, there is the judgment and eternal destiny of all who have rejected Jesus and his kingdom. Also, all those who have received Jesus and given their allegiance to him enter into the realization of the fullness of their salvation and the new heaven and new earth, inheriting their future glory of eternal life. Therefore, as we come to the text, let us remember. Jesus is triumphant. The church is triumphant, despite persecution and martyrdom. Jesus' victory is our victory. So let's have a look at the first description of Jesus listed in the book of the Revelation of Jesus. Revelation chapter 1, verses 4 to 8. John, 
to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace to you and peace from him who is, and was, and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion for ever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with clouds and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. First John testifies that the grace and peace he blesses them with comes from God. Grace is all the benefits that come from God in Jesus, who came to earth full of grace and truth. God's grace is his goodness and undeserved favour intended to bless others. Peace is complete wholeness in body, soul and spirit with each other and God. This peace also comes directly from God and is a result of oneness with God. John reveals who God is and the oneness of God, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, and God the Son. One God, three persons in one, linking the oneness of God with the oneness of those who choose to be his people. The giver of grace and peace is God. God the Father who is referred to as Him who is, and who was, and who is to come. And the Holy Spirit, the seven spirits who are before His throne and from Jesus Christ. In John's reference to the seven spirits, John is reminding his readers of the seven aspects of the Holy Spirit listed in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. They are the Lord, wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and holy fear or reverence. John used this symbol to link the book of the Revelation of Jesus to the prophecy of the first coming of the Saviour in Isaiah 11.12, testifying that Jesus is the Anointed One, the Saviour of the world. John also links the prophecy that declares the Spirit of God would rest on the shoulders of the Anointed One, testifying Jesus is the Anointed One sent from the Father, who became human, died, rose from the grave, and ascended on the clouds back to the Father. Therefore, grace and peace is an undeserved gift from God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, and God the Son. 
It is his complete fullness of himself. The first aspect of John's testimony of Jesus is, he is the faithful witness. As we read in Revelation 1 verse 5, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness. John testifies that Jesus is a faithful witness. Faithful means Jesus is both trustworthy, trustful, and because of who he is, he can be believed. John links Jesus' sacrifice to that of his faithfulness. God the Son gave of himself to humanity for humanity. He gave all of himself even unto death. God the Son is the faithful witness of God, God the Father and the Holy Spirit. Jesus, when he became a man, became the visible expression of the unseen God. The fullness of the Godhead was revealed in Jesus. In his love, truth and power he came. Jesus revealed God's compassion and justice in standing up for the outcast, the oppressed and the downtrodden. Of his deliverance and healing in setting the captives free. Jesus bears witness of the truth about God. In the rest of the book of the Revelation of Jesus, there is much said about witnesses being martyred or killed for their testimony. John links Jesus' witness and sacrifice to the role he has in the church and their witness of him. When the writer John uses Jesus' earthly name in the book of the Revelation of Jesus, it is linked with witnesses and martyrs or testimony, as Jesus is the faithful witness and blood sacrifice. What does Jesus being the faithful witness mean for us today? The answer is in the first part of verse 8. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. John is reminding the reader that Jesus being a faithful and truthful witness means we can trust in his love for us. He gave everything of himself for us. We can trust in him, who he is and what he has done and promises to do. And if our heart has been broken by someone, we can trust that Jesus will never break our heart. We can trust in Jesus' love. And if we have sickness in our body, mind or spirit, we can trust Jesus is our healer. And if we are trapped in anything not of God, we can trust that Jesus has washed us clean in his own blood and set us free. And we can surrender that thing, that thing that's not of God, and ask God to take it from us and let go of it and place it in the hands of Jesus, in his nail-pierced hands where it's been nailed to the cross and received from Jesus. Jesus is the Saviour, the Anointed One, the faithful witness, God the Son. Jesus' victory is our victory to receive and live in that reality now. 
The second aspect of John's testimony of Jesus is that Jesus is the firstborn from the dead. The firstborn is linked to Israel's deliverance from slavery in ancient times. The promise of a saviour from the line of David, who was a king of ancient Israel and Jesus being the head of the church. Jesus is the first resurrected human glorified body. In the Old Testament, God revealed himself to the world through the ancient Israelites. We read in Exodus chapter 4 verse 22. Then you shall say to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, Israel is my son, my firstborn. Jesus is the fulfilment of every promise to the nation of Israel. Jesus, when he became flesh and blood, came from the tribe of Judah, the tribe of King David, a tribe of the nation Israel. God made a personal covenant with David that through his tribe would come an eternal kingdom. This was fulfilled when Jesus, God the Son, became flesh through the tribe of David. Let us read Psalm 89, verses 27 to 29. Also I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth, my mercy I will keep for him forever, and my covenant will stand firm with him. His seed also I will make to endure forever, and his throne as the days of heaven. Here God is talking about his promise to King David, the promise that the king of all kings will come from his tribe. This king and his kingdom is forever. Jesus, the king of all kings, revealed in the book of the Revelation of Jesus. Jesus is not a created being. He is not a man of human seed. He is eternal. Jesus is God, God the Son. Let us read Colossians chapter 1, verse 18. And he is the head of the body the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. The meaning of this scripture in Colossians is to reveal Jesus, God who became flesh and blood, gave his life, died on the cross and rose in body form. Jesus is the first to receive the inheritance of a resurrected physical body. What does Jesus being the firstborn from the dead mean for us today? All those who receive Jesus and his right to rule and reign have this inheritance, living with this future confident expectation. As Jesus is the faithful witness, we have the certainty of our inheritance. Jesus is coming back. When he returns, the dead in Christ shall rise. They are those who have died physically. Together with those who are still physically alive on earth will be caught up. All in Christ shall be transformed in an instant 
receiving their glorified resurrected bodies. This is what the Bible calls the first resurrection. This hope is for all those who receive Jesus. His sacrifice and lordship, which is his power and authority, whether of Jewish tribe or non-Jewish tribe, from every tribe, every nation. Whoever believes and receives will receive their resurrected bodies. Jesus' resurrected body is a faithful and true witness that he defeated death. Jesus the Saviour, the Anointed One, the Firstborn from the Dead. Jesus' victory is ours to receive in time future. The third aspect of John's testimony of Jesus is that he is the ruler of the kings of the earth. Kings of the earth includes those who receive him and those who reject him. Jesus is the king of all kings, the one who is the lord of all lords, and the ultimate ruler is the one who is the faithful witness. It is he who died and rose from the dead bodily, and Jesus is his name. Revelation chapter 19 verses 11 to 16. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Behold, he is coming. Jesus will judge the unjust world systems of humanity and those who refuse to receive him. Those that reject Jesus will be judged. They chose to reject the king of all kings and therefore reject his kingdom. In not receiving Jesus' free gift of himself and their only pathway to salvation, they are condemned. Jesus, the Saviour, the Anointed One, the ruler over the kings of the earth, Jesus' victory is ours to receive in time now and time future. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.